I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kara. And today we are, it is episode 50. Woohoo! And thank you for everyone that has tuned in and just been part of this community that we're building together. I'm really grateful for you all. And uh, today we're really talking about some of the big takeaways. So this is a solo show. It's just me. I'm going to talk about some of the big takeaways from the last few episodes. And we'll start doing this just as a way to, yeah, share those insights, share some of my big takeaways that I really loved from um, some of our guests. So Starting off, a few weeks ago, we interviewed Tony DeCopel. For those of you that tuned into the show, uh, Tony DeCopel is a CBS Morning uh, co-host. And shout out to their show, which just won an Emmy, actually. The CBS Morning Show just won an Emmy. So big congrats to them. And Tony and I went to high school together. So it was really cool to talk with him and It was interesting because my perception of him in high school, I'm sure his perception of me was somewhat similar, uh, was that he was a little bit more shy and reserved. And I know he still still describes himself as that way, although now he's a big TV personality. And I think it's so cool that I think one of the things that I, I took away from that show and specifically his journey was that he had gone through a really difficult time in his childhood or a really like life altering change in that he was living this life of abundance and wealth. And then it very quickly changed, uh, mainly because as he would find out years later, his dad was arrested and was a big, um, was trafficking drugs. And uh, he didn't necessarily know all this because it was kept hidden from him, but he did know that his life was dramatically different. You know, he, um, they were used to going to private school and he was used to driving it you know, his parents driving expensive cars. Then he goes to this very different life, which is really where I met him um, in our hometown of Severna Park, Maryland. And um, it's just interesting, number one, that you never really know um, someone's story. And I certainly never knew that. And that, you know, really the past does never really defines you. It just offers opportunities for growth. And so there are probably many different directions that Tony could have went in life with that kind of change and that shift. But obviously he chose a path um, that led him into sports, which led him into um, an incredible higher education, and then obviously into journalism, and then through a series of events into TV. Um, journalism. So pretty interesting story to follow. If you haven't checked out that episode, definitely do it. But 
Again, what I loved about that is that sometimes we just don't know where the journey is taking us, but really being open to showing up every day, doing our best, being open to opportunities, because I'm sure as I was talking to Tony, you know, there are, there were probably points in his path where he could have chosen a different direction. His life would ended up, would have ended up in a different, you know, direction, a different trajectory, but he chose to be open to new opportunities as they presented itself. And now, of course, um, as the morning co-host of an Emmy award-winning show has to be pretty, you know, I know is feeling very blessed um, at where he is right now. So loved that. And again, wherever you are right now does not define your future. And uh, just a reminder on that, that we can always choose to see things differently. We can always choose the lens by which we open ourselves to new opportunities. And I think in that choice, being able to see opportunity versus seeing problems or challenges, I think really defines how things unfold in our life. So that was my um, big takeaway. And of course, it was just fun to be able to reconnect with an old high school friend. Um, so that was pretty cool for me personally. Um, then we interviewed Jared Getz. So Jared was is an interesting guy. He was basically a millionaire in his early 20s, lost it all and then built it back up again um, by age 30. So what I was really impressed with him is his his resilience. Um his ability to to lose everything, but then not again, letting that totally define his life, but being able to bounce back to realize where he needed to pivot and then really be able to create an incredible business for himself. And one of the things that I, I really liked about him is that he's very open to talking about uh, spirit and soul and soul purpose and kind of how uh, processes like meditation and um, visualization and some of these really powerful mystic, so to speak, processes can really create incredible abundance in your business and your life. And so uh, he has a really cool podcast as well. It's called the Modern Soul Podcast. So definitely check it out, Jared Getz. And, you know, he really talks about that. Yes, it's having and building wealth is really incredible and that's great, but that really isn't the route to fulfillment. The real path to fulfillment is the inner game and, you know, figuring out what do I need to do to be fulfilled as a whole person, you know, you can, you can have an incredible business, but if the, if your soul is not fulfilled, then there's always going to feel like there's this something missing. And it leads to, I think, burnout in business. And also, um, just the feeling of always chasing some kind of future goal, right? Like, so if you're always chasing the future and not actually just resonating and loving and being grateful for the present, then you're always going to be in sort of this rat race. Um, and so I really loved that, again, just at a, a very young age, he had been able to find that for himself and share some of the practices that um, he's found to be really helpful in in being more present in his life 
and business. So um, that was uh, episode, that was two episodes ago. So um, with Jared Getz, if you haven't listened to that one. And then in episode 49, we interviewed Lori Mahalik-Levin and she talked about returning to work after baby and all of the incredible things that she's doing to help working parents. And so her work is, is really awesome. And I also shared, we are expecting baby number four, which has been a total surprise and a huge gift for our family. But in that episode, I think what the real thing that really struck me about Lori was, you know, she's an attorney. She has been part of you know, a firm, and that was basically her work. But yet she had this life change when she had children. And when she returned to the firm, she noticed this lack, I suppose, or this kind of thing missing in the business and the corporate world. And really what I loved about Lori was her courage to say, wow, this is a real need. And I think I really can help people navigate this going back to work. And so then, you know, kind of thinking about how can I create a business around that? Because I really like to do this because it fills my soul and it helps other people too. And I'm always just fascinated. It's actually one of the reasons I love this podcast, but, and love doing it, I should say, is that I'm fascinated by what creative process do people undergo that, allows them to see the business in front of them or to take something as an idea. And then how do you implement that? You know, how do you get this idea and then have the courage to really follow it through, not necessarily knowing how the world is going to receive it, but, you know, pressing forward anyway and seeing and watching how it grows from this little, you know, idea or this seed of an idea to a bigger and bigger entity that um, then creates more and more men- momentum as it goes. And so I think um, with Lori, you know, again, her courage to say, wow, I think this is a need. I think this is something that I can help people with. And then to follow that through. And now she is implementing this program. It's allowed her to actually cut back on some of her, you know, legal work because this particular business feeds that part of her soul um, in a big way. And not only that, but it's really serving parents, moms, dads in a big way. And it's also catching on into the workplace. So she continues to work with uh, companies that incorporate her program into their, uh, for their employees. And that's really powerful because it just helps um, everyone on a big level. And so I was really impressed with, with her. And again, that ability to see that through from idea to implementation. And then of course, I just thought she, her advice and guidance on, you know, if you, if you, or if you know anybody that is a young parent or maybe expecting or could use that type of guidance um, or maybe is it has kids but just has never had the courage to have some of the conversations she's encouraging to have to incorporate better work-life balance into your career definitely check out that episode because i think she gave some really valuable information for us all so so those were kind of my takeaways from each episode. And then I wanted to just share with you something that happened in the month of September. I was at a conference for my company. So I'm a 
For many of you that know, I am a, a realtor broker. I work with a company called Long and Foster, and I was really honored to be in as one of the top 100 agents out of 10,000 that work for our brokerage. And um, as part of kind of being part of this specialized group, we were invited to a conference down in Charleston. And it was very fun to be able to see Charleston. So anybody that's listening that lives in Charleston, wow, just a beautiful town. And one of the speakers that spoke there, his name is Sean Aker. And I don't know if you've seen his TED Talk, but if you haven't seen it, it's one of the top TED Talks of all time. I think it has about 13 million views. So it's a pretty awesome. And it's definitely a great video. And his whole uh, premise and really what he speaks about so much is how did, how are people, the science really behind happiness in essence. Um, there's a book called The Happiness Advantage that he has, and also uh, one called The big potential, um, but really so much of his research, he's a researcher, he was at Harvard for many years, he's a psychologist, and really what he is trying to do is find out why are some people happier than others? What makes people happy, basically, is kind of the premise of a lot of his work. I'm maybe going to butcher this, but I'm giving kind of a broad stroke overview of him. And he talked at the conference, he spoke at the conference, and Again, I had seen his TED Talk before. Seeing him in person was just an incredible experience. And really, he talked about, you know, what are the things that we can do to bring and cultivate more happiness into our lives? And part of that was kind of like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. Part of that is choosing happiness, right? And so he said that often when we use statements like, oh, I'll be happy when I get that big promotion, or I'll be happy when I make X amount of dollars a year, or I'll be happy when I have that house. When we make these statements, then we're, our, we're always chasing happy, right? And then usually when you get that house or when you get the job, then the goalpost moves again because then you want more, right? Versus staying in a, or choosing gratitude, choosing to be happy today. So he gave uh, two processes that were really powerful. Um, and one of which is to think of three new things that you're grateful for um, every day. And the key in this is, um, because I used to actually do this with my my office um, and a lot of the agents in our office, we talk about, you know, write down something that you're grateful for. But if you're always writing down the same thing, like it would be easy to say, well, I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful to be in a job that I love. But if you're then your brain is just always trained around those things. It's not constantly scanning for the new things to be grateful for. So there's real power actually in making it as a, what are the three new things that I'm grateful for? Because then your brain, if you're doing this and I would pick a time to do it, he suggested, you know, when you're brushing your teeth in the morning or when you're brushing your teeth in the evening so that your brain gets trained basically to 
constantly scan the environment around you in your daily life for things that you are grateful for, for things that, uh, and then you start to see opportunities and you start to see things that you're grateful for that, that maybe you wouldn't have seen before because your brain is trained now to scan for this. So he was saying, you know, that's one process and try it for 30 days because it does kind of take 30 days roughly for your brain to train itself to a new process. So um, I thought that was a really good one. And then the second thing he said is for the next 20 days, if you can commit to writing a note to somebody just to say hello, just to brighten their day. And so, you know, again, this is puts you into a state of more feel good because when you feel good, then you're more open to opportunities around you. And then the momentum starts building on itself from that place, from an energetic state of peace and gratitude and happiness so that you're no longer chasing things, but you're living in happiness now. Um, and what he was saying in his research is that, again, the people that have are doing these processes are not only just experiencing better quality of life, but they're more productive. They're actually earning more. They're more, they're better employees, you know, so these are things that he's studied the research, the science behind these things, um, and these processes, and the results are really powerful. So definitely check him out. But again, he was saying the second process is to email somebody or write a personal note, just saying, gosh, dear, I don't know, a friend of yours, right? I just wanted to tell you that I am just grateful for you in my life. And I just think that you are a wonderful friend. And I'm really impressed with the way that you blah, 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 you know, just it, it doesn't have to be super long, but just a quick note where you're putting out positivity to other people, because that momentum to someone else will carry, I think he was saying about three to four people deep. So you're kind of putting out a wave or starting a wave of goodness, um, so to speak, towards and positivity into the world. So um, that was just a personal aha and really incredible experience from earlier this month. Uh, and that's all I have for you today. So I hope you enjoyed and I hope that you have a wonderful day and I'd encourage you to check out Sean Aker, uh, check out his, um, books because it, his work is, it, and definitely the TED talk, it's pretty powerful. And if you haven't checked out the other episodes, definitely go back and, um, and check those out too. So have a wonderful day. We'll be back next week. Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes, or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul inspired life. Go to free gift from Easy to remember free gift from Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.